Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. Have you ever watched a, a war movie or have you been to a, a to a place where you know the war debris are left over and you've looked at it or you've been or you watched a movie where you've seen captives taken in because they lost the war anybody like that yeah i love uh, i love watching uh, movies of war uh, i love watching uh, movies where you know there is lot of planning lot of strategic stealth uh, missions and all of that and that's something that i enjoy and so this morning our our bible story uh, has something like that to do there's a stealth mission uh, there's a war that takes place and from the war there's captives or there's a there's a captivity that takes place and so this morning i want us to look at that in the in our bibles i want us to take a look at that story in the bible and hopefully learn a few lessons out of living a life that is pleasing unto god a living a life of excellence so very quickly i want us to turn to the book of daniel now we won't read all the chapters in daniel daniel has 12 chapters you want to go home and probably look at it have a look at it that's fine but a real quick background to the book of daniel what is happening here uh, is that there's war happening and this babylonian king nebuchadnezzar overtakes judah and jerusalem and then he takes everything the bible says the bible in chapter 1 a couple of verses in the beginning says he captures and takes everything and what's interesting is the bible says he even takes smart talented and bright young men from judah and jerusalem as captives now when you and i think of daniel uh, and uh, this is this is something that comes to all of our minds the moment you and i talk about daniel we talk about the lions den okay from childhood from children's church we hear the story of daniel in the lions den we sing the song of how god rescued daniel out of the lions den and so the moment you hear the name daniel the lions den comes into our minds but i trust this morning as we go through this we will open our hearts to learn a few more lessons not just what god did in the lions den and so i'm reading from daniel chapter 1 and verse 8 to 21 real quickly and then we'll go ahead and i'll share with you fast daniel chapter 1 uh, 8 to 21 says this but daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king he asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable food now god had given the chief of staff both respect and affection for daniel but he responded i am afraid my lord the king who has offered order that you eat this food and wine if you become pale and thin compared to the other youth your age i am afraid the king will have me beheaded Daniel spoke with the attendant who had been appointed to the chief of staff to look after Daniel and their other names their Hebrew names Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah please test us for the for 10 days 
on the diet of vegetable and water then daniel said at the end of the 10 days he looked uh, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food then your dis- then make your decision in the light of what you see the attendant agreed to daniel's suggestion and tested them for 10 days at the end of 10 days daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned to them by the king so after that the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of food and wine provided for the others god gave these four men an unusual aptitude of understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom and god gave daniel the special ability to interpret the meaning of visions and dreams when the training period ordered by the king was complete the chief of staff brought all the young men to king nebuchadnezzar the king talked with them and no one impressed him as much as daniel hananiah mishael and azariah so they entered the royal service when the king consulted in consulted them in matters requiring wisdom and balanced judgment he found them 10 times more capable than any of the musicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom daniel remained in the royal service until the first year of the reign of king cyrus pretty long passage but what is happening here is simply that there's captivity taken from judah and jerusalem into babylon and who's the king the king is nebuchadnezzar he carries everything the bible says and takes him as captive to babylon daniel along with three hebrew boys is also taken into captivity and they are groomed by the king so that he could use them later for his service they are taught new languages they are taught new customs and this is something that the king thinks he did a smart he changes he gives them a new identity he changes their diet he changes the language he changes and introduces new customs and cultures to them thinking after a couple of months these hebrew boys will be changed into babylonian boys but as we continue with the story we'll get to know the climax at the end but today i want us to look at the life of daniel how daniel chose to live in a hostile environment in a foreign land under an ungodly king but yet he lived without compromise a strange land an ungodly king hostile environment but he lived without compromise so much like the world you and i live in but yet sometimes you and my me including included we fail to live a life of purpose we fail to live the way god wants us to live but daniel didn't compromise the life of daniel is an example worth following but not just daniel the bible is full of other godly men and women who give us examples as to what you and i should live by as to how you and i should follow jesus the lord and the master of our lives without compromise without double standards without doing something one place and doing something else in another place 
But for those of us who sit here and you're wondering who's this Daniel I'm talking about, let me give you a brief introduction into Daniel. Daniel was taken into captivity. He was robbed of his freedom. He was put in a situation strange to him. But it's interesting. Because he chose not to compromise, God chose to bless him. And he obtained a position of power in his life very young. He started at a young age as a, as a young man because he had wisdom and ability given by God. Even ten times more, the Bible says, than anybody in the kingdom of Babylon. That's interesting. Daniel was raised to a position of power over Babylonians under the king Nebuchadnezzar. Now you can imagine this. He's taken as captive from his place to another place. And yet when a test is done, when an exam is taken, he comes out on the top. And not just on the top, but he is the top of the entire class. And what happens? What happens in every class? You have people who are jealous. You have people who, who want to pull him down. You have people who do not like him. But yet, because he earns the top place, he gets put into a top position. And he has power in the kingdom of Babylon. But not just that. He serves the king Nebuchadnezzar faithfully and wisely. And the Bible says this in verse 21. He served even to the first year of King Cyrus. The Bible uses words like Daniel lived an excellent life. Now what is excellence? Excellence is the quality of being the very best at something. Isn't that so? That's what you and I are taught. That's what you and I are told from a young age. Excellent. Try for excellence. Push for excellence. Strive for excellence. What is excellence? Giving your best. Nothing short of giving your best. Daniel made up his mind to live a life of excellence. And so he is challenging you and I this morning to live a life of excellence. Daniel's life challenges us, every single one of us, you and I sitting here this morning to live a life pleasing to God and a life in a manner that is glorifying to God, a life without compromise, a life of excellence. But I'm sure you're asking the question because I ask this question as well. How do how do I live this life of excellence in a world that is so full of compromise? How do I live this excellent out in a world that's so full of corruption? In a world that's so hostile? In a world that is so against me as a follower of Jesus? Well, I'm glad you ask. Because I want to share with you four things that Daniel did that helped him live a life of excellence. Number one, are you ready for this? Daniel, number one, Daniel was a man of purpose. To live a life of excellence, you must be a man, a woman of purpose. Daniel chapter one and verse eight says this, but Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat this food at all. 
now the niv if you if you read uh, if you are a little old school and you read the king james version then the king james version uses the word purpose the niv uses the word resolved and if you are someone like me and read the nlt the nlt uses word uses the word determined in his heart but it all means the same thing daniel made a choice in his heart to be different what were the odds against daniel the odds were he was far away from home the odds he was tempted to break god's law hey nobody's around no parents around no elders around no one's around to tell him daniel what are you doing he's in a strange place what are the odds he finds himself in the king's palace and is served the best food in the kingdom he has the best service at his fingertips but what does daniel do the bible says he declined all of this i'm sure other jews other jewish young boys who were brought in they did what they were told to do they ate because they were told to eat they drank because they were told to drink but not daniel and his friends they did not do what they were told to do i'm sure there was pressure from people around i'm sure there was pressure from other jewish boys around who probably told them hey what are you doing we are in captivity do what you're told to do but daniel determined resolved purposed in his heart the bible says to uphold the law of god no matter what the cost daniel and his friends chose to maintain their integrity because of his willingness to put god first in everything daniel experienced god's blessing so you may say what's the big deal about that not eating food not drinking are you have to eat and drink to survive but what is great about it is you need to remember he is in a new place he is ordered to do something and he stands up against and says i will not do it but can i do this he puts out a suggestion god grants daniel favor because he keeps god first in his life many times you and i don't see the hand of god the favor of our god upon our lives because maybe god has slipped into a second place slipped into third place or worse no place at all but daniel chapter 1 and verse 9 reads like this now god had caused the official to show favor and compassion to daniel only because daniel purposed in his heart to put god first in his life the challenge to you and i this morning is to put god first in our lives no matter how young no matter how old no matter wherever you are put god first in your life because when you and i put god first in our lives and live a life of purpose that's when you and i will see the hand and the favor of god upon our lives and throughout the life of daniel daniel put god first and purposed in his heart that i will always give my best at all times no half heartedness no shortcuts but i will give my best at all times that was daniel's desire that what he determined in his heart 
Daniel did not look for any excuses, did not look to lower standards, did not give in to peer pressure. I came across this statement and I think it's powerful. Living a life of purpose is living in significance. Living a life of purpose is living in significance. Daniel, he lived a life with purpose. Number two, Daniel just didn't live a life in purpose, but Daniel was a man of principles. Daniel chapter 1 and verse 12 and 13 reads like this, Please test us for 10 days on the diet of vegetables and water. Daniel said, at the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in the light of what you see. Some of us would call Daniel defiant. What a defiant fellow, a rude chap. Throw him out. But Daniel was not trying to be defiant, friends. Nor was he trying to be pushy. Nor was he trying to put others of his friends, the other three Hebrew friends that he had into jeopardy. Putting their life in danger. But Daniel believed that he could trust God at all times and God will come through for him and his friends. Has God come through for you? Daniel trusted that God would come through for him and his friends. Daniel refused to compromise his conviction on the principle that if I stand for God, God will stand for me. Now that's a principle I think you and I can apply to our lives even today. If you and I stand for God, God will stand for us. Young man Daniel refused to eat the food. In Daniel 5.17 we read, Daniel refused to take the special gift that was given to him or that was offered to him for interpreting a dream of Belteshazzar. Under the threat of death, Daniel refused to stop praying. Now that's courage. To stand by your principles even at the face of death. Fact, and it's true, you will you have experienced this, I have experienced this. People admire persons of principle. They may ridicule you at your face, but they wish they had the same character as you have. They will ridicule up to you. They will ridicule on your face. Hey, what you stupid fellow you are, what you are doing? But behind you, they will say, Are, I wish I had 10% of what he has. When we need someone to take care of something, when we need someone to entrust a task to, or someone that we can depend upon, to give an assignment to and know they will do it fully well, who do you think comes to their mind? People with principles. God admires individuals who stand by principles and by their word. For many of us as followers of Jesus, this is something you and I struggle with. We fail to walk the talk daily, 24-7, 365 days of our lives. The Bible says, let your yes be yes, full stop. No if, no but, no maybe, but the Bible says, let your yes be a yes. And I tell you what friends, our security, our world, our society, our people, our children, they need to see people of solid principles 
living in the world today i'll tell you why our world today is so full of two standards and so full of principles that change as though you and i are changing clothes our schools need people with principle our homes need to see homes that have principles our offices our businesses our church needs to be a church that holds on and lives on principles that are based on the word of god we need people of strong principles that are founded on the word of god because the principles of the world change but the principles of the bible the principles of god never change and that is something you and i can count on and depend on thirdly and quickly daniel was a man of purity daniel chapter 6 and verse 3 and 4 says this now daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional quality that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom at this the administrators and satraps tried to find ground for charge against daniel in his conduct of government affairs but they were unable to do so they could not find they couldn't they could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent what a what a life to live i want i want someone to say that about me and i'm sure you want that too living a life there's no corruption no fault i can't find fault there's nothing to find fault with the bible says daniel was exceptional he was morally pure daniel didn't try to get back at his enemies when they were trying to get at him daniel didn't try to look for loopholes in the set traps or the administrators that he worked along with he didn't try but the bible says he did what he did faithfully even though the others tried to find fault with his work he was faithful and faultless when it came to management of his business affairs businessmen or you are in this room are you faithful in managing your affairs at business school teachers are you faithful in administrating wisdom and knowledge to every student in your class doctors nurses young professionals whoever you are are you faithful in doing what god has asked you and called you to do lord we have three kinds of people in our world the kind of people who are somewhat faithful but their work quality leaves them something to be desired there's another group of people who strive for excellence but they lack people skill and finally there's this group of people who destroy others who go all out to destroy others in order that they may advance themselves now daniel could have easily done any of those but he didn't he was faithful in doing what he believed god called him to do and he was elevated to a position of great responsibility and power because of his excellent work because of excellence in his life and the bible says it so beautifully daniel had an excellent spirit again a challenge for you and i this morning 
to live a life that is faithful and faultless. Whether you and I are young, whether you're mature in age, whatever it is, God has assigned you and assigned me an important work and he's calling us to be faithful and faultless. A question for you to consider, for me to consider, do we strive for excellence? When God entrusts us with a position of power and privilege, we are we are called to strive for excellence. Don't be satisfied by just getting away. But like Daniel, be a man of excellence. Daniel was a man of purpose, was a man of principle and of purity. And the world needs you and I, Jesus followers to be exactly that. But finally, Daniel was a man of prayer. Daniel chapter 6 and verse 10 says, Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three and three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. You know what's shocking in this one verse? He never went up to pray just because he heard, you know, don't pray for the next 30 days. Oh no, God, one problem has come. And he goes on his knees. But the Bible says he did it just like he had done before. It was his habit to spend time with his master, to spend time with his Lord. And that's what he did even in the time of trouble. He didn't think of anything else. He couldn't think of anything else but go on his knees like he would every single day and look to God in prayer. Now this happened when Daniel was quite matured in age. He was old. He faced a situation where his enemies talked to the king and got the king to pass a decree. And what did the decree say? Let's read it. I want us to read It says so the administrators of the high officials went to the king and said listen to this okay this is like in today's world you and I would call chugli and he, they went and they did that to the king they said long live the king darius we are all in agreement we administrators officials high officials advisors and governors that the king should make a law and that will be strictly enforced gore give orders that for the next 30 days any person who prays to anyone divine or human except you o lord your majesty my king will be thrown into the lions den and now your majesty issue and sign the law so that it cannot be changed an official law of the medes and the persians that cannot be revoked so king darius sign the law so what daniel heard he heard this is past that for the next 30 days you cannot pray if you do and you are caught you will be thrown into the lions den but daniel was found faithful even in prayer when it was forbidden to pray daniel knelt down and prayed just like he would do 
because it was his habit because it was in his system daniel couldn't think of anything else but to kneel down and pray what do you and i think of if you and i get news like this the first thing you and i will think of is where can we go to who can i run to what can i do what can i give but daniel is different he thinks of nothing of that but he does what is his habit and he goes on his knees before god who is in control of his life in every situation and he falls down in prayer now when daniel knelt down in prayer it demonstrates his humility and praying three times a day shows daniel's dependence on his god the life of daniel challenges us this morning to be a person of purpose putting god first in all we do to be a person of principle we will not compromise to be a person of purity who will be faithful and faultless to be a person of prayer who is willing to fall on our knees in dependence on god the life of daniel this morning and as i close i was saying pastor you spoke about daniel being in captivity i am not in any captivity think about it this morning as you sit here as i sit here as i stand here as i look across there are some of us who are in physical captivity while there are others who are in captive of our thoughts captive to our circumstances captive to our habits and we need to be set free this morning we need to live a life of excellence this morning and that will come when you and i come and surrender to this lord and this master jesus who is in control of our life as pastor patrick comes up to close and the band and the worship team come back up this morning what is our challenge challenge to you and to me this morning is to live a life of excellence like daniel live a life of purpose to live by principle live a life of purity and to be a person of prayer god is calling you and i to live a life of excellence every single day 24/7 seven days a week 365 days a year he's calling you and me to be set free set free of the captivity that you and i find ourselves in this morning physical mental emotional whatever it is invitation to you and i is come and live a life of excellence for my glory and my honor thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by using at AGC Kolkata. We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories at agkolkata.org. Hope you have a great week ahead. 